No, don't. Not that. Nope, not that. Son of a fuck. Now, how do I, how do I mute? Through the waves crashing on us. Oh, that's... And the breathing's getting harder. Trying to stay above Wait, the can water. I, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because it's better muted. Um, because in my show... You always look like a star. I always look from afar. Too shy for your type, so when you said hi, I guess you took me off guard. And you just laughed at my shyness. Felt like I was meeting her highness. Because uh, you were always a queen, made me feel like a king, and now here we are, yeah. How and we ain't worried about nothing. We ain't worried about nothing. We ain't worried about nothing. No matter what we've done, we put love in it. Uh, we ain't worried about nothing. We ain't worried about nothing. We ain't worried about nothing, so when the storm shall come, we're still loving it.
<laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad Spike Cohen Shaker, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. <laughs> yeah, we don't have an intro yet, so... Yeah, we, we need to work on the intro. We that definitely... Was, that was... We're traversing this in, intro together, actually. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh... uh I was like, hey, I was waiting to hear the voice and I was like, oh, there is no voice right now. So it was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, we'll just. Well, That's good. We're doing a great job so far. I know. I'm very happy I mean, this. we're starting out with a bang, starting out with a bang. Uh, to everybody, uh, first and foremost, uh, thanks to Grassroots Kava House for the kava that I'm drinking on this show. And normally I would say Bula, so... Uh, for for the water that you got from Kroger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bula uh, to my uh, Kroger Kroger purified drinking water, yeah. reverse osmosis water. Absolutely, Bula. Bula. That grassroots kava, completely different from the other brand. Um, yeah. So, uh, welcome, welcome to uh, the muddied waters of freedom, Spike. I mean, Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, you've you've been hosting your own show now for quite some time. Too yeah, long. I just had uh, I just had episode uh, ten or episode part part one of episode ten, <laughs> which was like a <laughs> ten, my, my mega episodes that I have ten point one, ten point one. So uh, yeah, I'm having uh, so I've been at it for just over two months now. I'm really enjoying it. I uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, uh, I know I'm filling some some uh, big shoes right now, uh, trying to uh, uh, being the new the new uh, host in Muhammad's absence. And by uh, large shoes, I mean that he actually has large, um, I guess, monstrous feet. And so uh, <laughs> I was like, so I think he wears try. a ten and a half. I'm not even a hundred percent sure on that, but I don't I don't think it's anything all that. Uh, I don't think his shoes are like huge, but I mean, as far as the muddied waters go, his shoes are almost unfillable. Well, that's, you know, I'm going to see what I can do. I can knee into it and see if I can maybe get some leg in there and, and fill that in. So I, uh, I'm going to do my best and, uh, uh, moving forward, I'm not going to talk during the intro. Um, <laughs> and I think that this, that's a big part, uh, on my intro, uh, I have the mic off. And so, uh, so I talk during the intro, so I won't do that. I'll be nice and quiet. So. Yeah, the um, I mean, this is all brand new setup for me as well. So uh, everything is just a little bit off. We're being told that we need to turn Spike's input up. His voice is low. Okay. So let's try that. I mean, you have to talk. Otherwise. Hi, I'm Spike Cohen. <laughs> um, I, I like how we're telling ourselves. <laughs> that we need to turn up your input. The muddied waters of freedom the, is telling yeah. the muddied waters. Well, we're a family here. We're we're a production we're, company, <laughs> and we're we're we're, we're live live uh, beta testing our own program. Right. So that's good. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, so norm normally, uh, you know, we kind of go about and talk about what we've done over the past week. But you and I, like, I, I know that you and I have spent the entire week. Um, <laughs> What have you done this week? I've talked to Matt Wright about four hours a day, right. actually. I, what I've done. I speak to Spike a lot. Um, if I'm not talking to Spike, I'm talking with Caleb. Um, or my wife. If you're not talking with, with me or with Caleb, you're talking with my wife. That's true. 
Or, and if I'm not talking with you, or I guess Caleb, I'm also talking with my wife. And I'm so. still not, I'm still not a hundred percent convinced that, uh, you're, you aren't pretending to be somebody else for your wife. That's not me throwing my voice. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Super high pitched. Super- I'm, uh, Super, I, I can't hit those octaves. Yeah, su- super high pitched and saying sorry, like you know, sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. My my wife's Canadian, for those who don't know. So we, uh, it's a running joke how she talks, which is funny because she doesn't even have that de- that um, strong of a of a Canadian accent, which makes it funnier when I like bring it up and she's like, I don't. People don't know I'm Canadian until you say it, and I'm like, well, sorry, well, sorry. As soon, as soon as somebody says sorry, I know where they're from. <laughs> Jim, yep, that's a real, real subtle one. Yeah, Jim Carrey play uh, in Liar Liar. He's a lawyer in L.A. or whatever. And at one of those, right, right, right. And at one of the points, he's like, "I'm sorry," and I was like, "Oh, that's not that's not L.A. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not the L.A. accent on that one, there, Jim." Yeah, I, I didn't even know he was Canadian until I think I watched like an A and E, you know, behind the talent thing or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, born in wherever in Canada." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Yeah. So that makes sense. It does. So other than talk to me, what did you do this week? Or was that pretty much it? Uh, that, I mean, that was, I, I finished, I finished my, um, I finished my fiction book. Yeah. yeah. You got your book coming out. Yeah. I got my book coming out. Uh, it's going to be coming out in December. I hope, uh, I'm waiting on the, uh, guy that's doing the cover to get me the cover back, but he does great work. So take your time. I'm not trying to rush you by talking cool. to thousands of people. Um, but uh, I'm waiting on that. But the formatting is now completed. Everything is done. I sent it back to the editor one last time just to make sure everything's okay. Uh, but I, I think that everything, it looked, it looked good to me. Of course, I've been staring at it for four or five hours a day for quite some time. Right. Um, cool. So, yeah, it should be coming out in December. And you can go and like that page on uh, Facebook at Facebook dot com slash uh can you keep a secret novel for anybody that wants to and that way you get all the updates yeah i'm gonna put that in the comments yeah that's that's a good idea uh facebook.com slash what uh can you keep a secret novel because oddly enough can you keep a secret was already taken oddly enough oddly enough Let's see. I just want to make sure I put it in right. Does that come on? Ah, there we go. Can you keep a secret? And the eyeballs. Yeah. Is, is that a um, Furby? No. That's actually the guy that's doing the cover. That's his. That was his original cover. Those look like Furby eyes. They do look like Furby. They also look like the eyes that the book is uh, of the girl that the book is based on. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. So that's that's probably more ideal than Furby. Right. Um. Yeah, I sent him a picture. I was like, yeah, I want the eyes to look like that. <laughs> and he went, okay. <laughs> like like oh, very large doe eyes, yeah. Yeah. And when you weren't speaking with me or your wife, which I'm certain you spoke to your wife more than I spoke to your wife, uh, what 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 were you uh what were you up to? Well, you know, believe it or not, I, I only really didn't speak with my wife much more than you did. So I, I d- did not do a lot. Um I did, pretty much just talking with her and you. Um, what else did I do this week? I had crab legs. Oh, you are such a bad Jew. I'm a terrible Jew. I have been kosher for, since my anniversary when I had lobster. (laughs) So I've been, so I've been kosher for 
10 months. I was a, I was a good Jew for 10 months. And, uh, I, uh, yeah, I kept the Sabbath and everything. I was really, I was a good Jew. You were a good Jew. I was really, I was like a solid Jew for a minute there. And then you threw it all out the window for something that I can't even have. Wait, I thought you can have, I thought you just can't have shrimp. I can't, no, no shellfish. Oh, you can't have any shellfish. No. Oh, see, I feel way worse now. I thought I was sharing with you like, hey, you know, I'm a bad Jew, but hey, crab legs, am I right? Like, right. I, oh, no. I thought it was specifically shrimp. No, that it, makes much more sense. Yeah, no, it's just it's just shellfish in general. Um, well, then I'm sorry. That's I'm a, sorry to you and to God. It was. Um, <laughs> I was like, man, he is just rubbing it in that even though he's Jewish. <laughs> Look what I can do. I may go to hell, but we don't believe in it. So. But I can do. I can do it. I can still do it. You can. Oh, see, yeah, no, I wasn't trying to rub it in your face. I thought that you only couldn't have shrimp. So I'm like, hey, fellow crab eater, <laughs> look at me. I'm Spike Cohen. But um, oh, see, now I feel bad. No, you're fine. I actually feel worse about that than I do about the not being kosher part. <laughs> I almost sent you a picture of bacon the other day. So don't. Feel too- <laughs> Don't feel too bad. You, but you know what? Do, go ahead and do that. Be like, ah, you know, <laughs> oh, bacon's good, right, Jew? I'm making a ba- bacon. And bacon is really good. Bacon actually. is really good. Yeah. Bacon's I'm, really I'm going to make a bacon and ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what a, that's quite a pairing, too. Bacon and ham. They offset each other's saltiness with more saltiness. <laughs> that's right. Uh, more salt. That's all you really need. Is it too salty? Add more salt. You'll be fine. Exactly. It's, it's, it's the... Uh, uh, what's it called? The thing where if you have anyway, whatever. So yeah, if you <laughs> add more salt, it becomes sweet. That's right. Over overload your taste buds until it's umami or what's it? Umami? Unani? Um, umami. Umami. Unani. This is so salty that it's umami. I don't know what umami is. I just know it's right. It's, it's not salty. I don't know what it is either. It's not anything that. <laughs> I don't think it's a real thing. It's probably not. Pointy Hebrew. I'm looking at um. As you may have heard during the intro, um, I, uh, I've decided I'm going to engage the audience more. Um, that was going to be just something that I said to Matt, but now everyone knows. So I am now actively engaging the audience, and I have a comment, pointy Hebrew. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I presume that's that's that's... I, I presume would, that's me. I would imagine... I don't think you're the pointy Hebrew. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's uh, directed at me. I mean, maybe. You never know. Maybe possibly. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, uh, lots of big news actually came out this week. This was a big news week. It was a big news week. Personally, I think the biggest news that uh, hit that just hit uh, this week was um, the rap battle in between Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. Definitely the single biggest thing to happen. And, and if not the, the single past. biggest, it's definitely the single most important issue to hit. Uh, like all of these other things a year from now won't matter. Right. No. But this will. This will change the, the game. Yeah. The landscape of things. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, as I've seen on Facebook, this probably isn't going to come as a sh- big shock to many people, but uh, not the biggest hip hop guy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that when you look at me, you think that guy is is hip hop. Yeah, he he's he is the second coming of Eminem. He is hip hop incarnate, but that's actually not true. Uh, I can uh, only truly 
name Eminem songs, and uh, <laughs> and uh, may, maybe some Run DMC if I try real real hard. Right. But uh, from what from what I've learned on Facebook is that uh, this is the rebirth of hip hop, and uh, that rap is back because of this uh, of these rap battles going on because- between these two. Because of this specific rap battle. Because of this specific rap battle. The one between... Um, Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly. But the one between Pusha T and Drake, that didn't register on the bringing back rap scale? Apparently not, no. Oh. No. Because I didn't Sad. know about that one. So obviously... <laughs> this brings rap back in that Matt is is aware of it. What's funny is I heard the song, the Eminem diss song, and I had right. no idea it was about Machine Gun Kelly. Well, that's the thing. Well, and it was like, it was about a few people, right? Like it was, it was a typical Eminem. I'm going to diss like 38 people in a single song, yeah, and make them all mad at once. Um, so like you know, uh, so you know, it wasn't specifically for him, which is why we were talking about this earlier. You said who won this battle, and my answer is that. Um, I don't know um, is my short answer. My longer answer is I don't know, but um, he also hasn't really responded specifically to this yet. Eminem hasn't. So I'm going to give him a chance to actually put out his own dedicated to Machine Gun Kelly song before I decide, because I know that's important to everyone, what I think uh, about this, um, about this rap battle. Um, And and it should. Like it, it should. It matters to me what it, I think. Right. And I mean what what you think matters to me because when it comes to rap and hip hop, uh you are you I go to you for the advice. I, I I'm I'm aware of, of rap and hip hop. <laughs> right. I'm you actually know a what huge it is. I'm actually that's like almost exclusively what I listen to is rap, hip hop, reggae, and Latin music. Throw that in sometimes. Hmm. Um but I um uh and African dance music. Big fan of the African dance. No, I'm, and you're, you're you're laughing, but I actually do listen to a lot of. Um, I'm not African actually. Dance. I am zero. There is zero shock on my end about that. About the African dance music, yeah. I'm very uh, cosmopolitan. It's um, it's funny because you listen to um, a bunch of music I don't. Right. <laughs> my my genres are what Matt doesn't listen to. Right. My, um, in Muhammad, his genres were what Matt doesn't listen to. Like if it doesn't have a mandolin somewhere in there, I'm probably not listening to it. Like, yeah, you told me that you're very much into the, the like, into the like, in touch with your feelings music. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like if it yeah. doesn't make me either want to uh, cry or kill myself at the end of it, I'm like, I don't, I don't want. Why would anybody listen to it? Oh, like Dashboard Confessional, <laughs> and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but Dashboard Confessional, greatest band of the 21st century. Now, now I have to listen to it because you said that. I mean, it's really, um, it's, it is, it is whiny teen angst music at its best. Yeah, my music isn't angsty. It's more hostile yeah. and um, uh, talking about uh, crimes, uh, various crimes being committed. So, um, but the thing is, I don't really breaking keep up somebody's with... heart is a crime. Just oh, well, you know what. Yeah. That's a good point. Right. So that's the that's the most gangster move of all. <laughs> it is because you, you're to destroying that person to their core. It's to break a man's heart is uh, I did twenty for uh, <laughs> you know, for smoking a bitch. Well, I, I broke a man's heart. Like, oh wow, oh, you win. 
You're a terrible person. <laughs> um, awful. But uh, I don't really follow like rap music day to day because most rap music made after, I don't know, 2010, 2011 is utter garbage. And that ratio of good rap to utter garbage seems to seems to go down. The the utter garbage seems to take over more and more each year. I assume through attrition as the older rappers retire and die. And uh, like, I can't do trap music or any of that. So whenever I hear like, hey, did you hear about the new rap thing? I'm like, no, probably not. I didn't. I didn't. I'm listening to what I, you know, what I listened to as a teenager. I'm listening to stuff from, you know. 1997 and stuff like that wu-tang and and uh wu-tang. and uh wu-tang, wu-tang and biggie yeah biggie and tupac and uh rockefeller and the fujis and all that stuff bone, um, bone thugs and harmony know, what's that bone thugs and harmony bone thugs and harmony all of that stuff hmm. and so when someone's like hey did you hear about little little old 60 60 Taka, takahashi no i didn't actually <laughs> and uh i i wish you'd stop saying words to me right. um so so <laughs> So, but no, I, the, the, I'm not a huge machine gun Kelly fan, but he, he did. I, I'll be interested to see, uh, how Eminem responds because Eminem like cut his teeth doing battle rap. So I got to give him a chance, but he's like 50 now. So there's a lot, there's a I lot think, of things to impact there. I think he's 44. He's, he's what he's, he's a, he's a, you know, he's, 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 he's getting up there. He's been rapping for. I have no idea how long he's been like 20 years, 20, 20 something years, 20, 25, um, 30 years, something like that. I think, I think the uh, Slim Shady LP came out in 1998. Nice. So, so 20 years that, and he was doing it before that. So, like right. 25 years, this man's been rapping. Right. And uh, frankly, I, uh, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. So, we'll see how yeah. that goes. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I, while I enjoyed the Machine Gun Kelly, because I watched it, because uh, it had been shared forty two thousand times, and it was kind of hard to miss it. Right, um, right, right. I uh, so I uh, figured I would watch it, and I was like, "Oh, that actually wasn't half bad." And then I was like, "Man, Eminem is just gonna—he's gonna destroy you, man." I yeah, I I'm, almost feel bad for you. Yeah, I tend to think that his response is going to be pretty brutal because he. That's what he does is battle rap. But I don't really know enough about Machine Gun Kelly to, to tell you. Um, but Eminem is not, uh, you may or may not get this reference, but Eminem is not Drake. Like he's not going to have a battle rap done against him and then shrug it off and be like, oh, well, I'm Eminem. I, I don't see him doing that. So. Right. But we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, zero segue on this one because I, I, I don't... <laughs> Eminem lives in Detroit. Machine Gun Kelly lives in Cincinnati, I think. Um, another hellhole, California. Uh, Speaking of California. <laughs> a different, a completely different hellhole. Uh, so California, this actually happened back in May. Uh, okay. But some people from Uber and Lyft sued Uber and Lyft because they felt that they were not getting paid properly and it went through the court system and the california court said nope if these people are driving cars for you you have to treat them like employees instead of independent contractors and now all uber and lyft get paid like 15 whatever the california minimum wage is 15 bucks an hour i think was this a state court or a federal court or you don't know state okay so this has 
there's a lot of uh, appeals that I'm sure are going to happen because oh, yeah. the entire ride sharing model is based on you're not our employee. And, uh, you know, like you're, we're, we're uh, telling people that you are available to do this. And if they want to do it, then they can pay us and we'll send you off to do it. But you're not like our employee and we're not, you know, paying your because uh, the, the minimum wage is just the tip of the iceberg there. You've got um, they'll have to match their their Social Security taxes. They'll have to match their income taxes. If depending on that, they'll have to keep track of the hours that they're driving and possibly pay their health insurance. Like, I mean, there's it, the the model dies if uh, uh, which I'm sure the, the the taxi unions love would love that to happen. But, uh, you know, if you like ride sharing, this would effectively kill it or it would make it so uh, expensive that you might as well, like, hire a limo. Right. Um, so that will be uh, that will be interesting to see where that goes. Well, um, so uh, actually, the, and while, yes, like it's going to destroy the entire ride sharing industry in the state of California. Right. But the ruling put down actually affects all independent contractors in California. Oh, wow. So massage therapists, uh, people who work in salons, real estate agents. Um, I'm trying to think of other industries where that's like mainly independent contractors who work out of a business. But uh, all of these people now have to be paid an hourly as opposed to the way that it was being done before where they would have their clients come in or and they would sell things to the clients or cut the hair or do the nails and then the clients would then pay. Right, right, right. Like all of this, all of these industries are now changed. I mean, I'm just thinking real estate. Oh, yeah. As a former real estate agent, you were going to pay me 15 bucks an hour to sit there and like try to get a client. Yeah, because I I just looked it up. So the the statewide California minimum wages uh, as of right now, it's 11 an hour. And I think it's scheduled to be scaled up. In San Francisco, it's fifteen an hour. Um, what will happen? Obviously, um, oh, California will will eventually be. I'm reading this as I'm doing. It. it will eventually be fifteen an hour. It's like scaling up. It's uh, ratcheting up each year. Um, so the whole real estate, and you know this. You were in real estate. My my mom owns a real estate company, and um, <clears throat> and is broker in charge. Um. Oh, she's the HBSC. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she's the and, head uh, broker in charge. Head broker in charge, exactly. Of course, that's what you meant. <laughs> and uh, um, so, I mean, the whole model is if you can sell lots of real estate, that's awesome. Um, if not, then that's not awesome for you. But not, you know, we might be, pay- you know, we might have you in an office or we may be paying, quote unquote, for your you know, phone and stuff like that, you know, your, your amenities that you're using, but you're not getting paid unless you, you get paid particularly for what you produce. And it is a, a very, uh, I guess, libertarian business model because it's like, you can be a millionaire, you know, multimillionaire from selling real estate, or you can be broke. Uh, and it really depends on, uh, how good you sell, how well you market, how well you negotiate, your connections, you know, all of the things that would make one a successful real estate agent. If you, uh, but there are a lot of people that get into it that don't have connections, but they're just, they're good at selling and they work their way up. If you make it where I have to pay, I'm a broker in charge of a company 
or I'm the owner or whatever. And I have to, I have to get real estate agents and I have to pay them the, the, whatever the minimum in South Carolina, it's the federal wage, whatever it's seven two twenty five or whatever. I think it's seven seventy five now. I'm not. Yeah. Seven, whatever it is. And I think it's seven twenty five or it's seven something. But I also, again, that's just the tip of the iceberg. I have to match your social security. I have to match your, um, your, um, your payroll taxes. I have to, and you, and you now have to pay payroll taxes. You're no longer getting 1099. So you pay higher taxes too. And, um, you, um, uh, I now have to keep track of, I don't know. I I don't want you working long hours to sell real estate anymore because now I have to pay your health insurance. And what that'll work out to is I'm only going to get real estate agents that are established and are making money. So what this really works out to, and I, I, it's not just real estate, it's, it's, every one of these, including ride sharing or, 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 or taxis or whatever, unless you're already established, they have now raised, they've created a very high barrier to entry into any of these things that, you know, sometimes, you know, broke people that, you know, just have a lot of, uh, you know, spunk or whatever, uh, and, 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 you know, work hard are able to work their way up. You've now completely, once again, uh, uh, created yet another barrier to entry that ensures that, you know, we talk about welfare inequality or uh, income inequality. These things happen when the, the, the government gets in place and says, okay, you know, we're not going to let anyone above, you know, it's sort of like having one of those must be this tall to ride the, 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 to ride the, you know, the roller coaster or whatever. It's, they're basically saying you must be this established for anyone to actually hire you. Right. You know, a real estate company isn't going to hire the same people at, you know, $11 an hour, plus this, plus that, plus this, plus that, they're going to keep their most established real estate agents. And, uh, and that's it. And um, it's just, it's yeah. ridiculous. So hopefully, As, hopefully that gets knocked down. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, but I, it, I mean, it's California. So it, I, I don't understand what's going on in that state, even a little bit, but like, yeah, they've, they've essentially made it where it's harder for lows people with no experience to get jobs. And not only that, they've just increased the price of everything. Yep. Everything just went up, you know, real estate, it'll be a little bit easier to absorb that, but not, I mean, so the people that are going to feel it in real estate are going to be the sellers because now commissions are going to have to get higher. Commissions are going to have to go up. Yeah. Commissions are going to have to get higher because there's going to be more admin fees and office fees and that kind of stuff. Cause they now have to pay everybody in the office. So that means instead of having a 6% commission, we'll say, even though there is no guarantee, there's no set commission across the United States. It's 6%. Um, <laughs> there's no such thing as the 6% that we all charge. And right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, that's not price fixing because we can negotiate it. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's not a standard. It's a baseline. Right. This is usually around what it, what gets charged. But, uh, but in California now that 6% is going to have to jump up to like 70%. Yeah. And yeah. that means that like the sellers are then going to be hurt. So yeah, it doesn't really hurt the buyer as much, but it does hurt the seller as on the, uh, it does hurt the seller on how much they're, going to be given up out of pocket and how much profit they get back after this other home. It honestly depends on if it's a buyer's or seller's market. If it's a seller's market, they can just add it to the price of what they're selling it for. If it's a buyer's market, then the seller gets, you know, screwed. And I have a feeling, you know, with these types of regulations, as the rate of people leaving California is higher than the rate of people entering, or at least people that have money leaving, um, that's probably not going to work out well for the, for the, for the sellers. So, I mean, all, all this stuff, you know, when the government 
in the name of fairness or equality or whatever spook they put up to, uh, you know, to justify their their intrusion in the market. Every time they do something like this, they just make it worse for the very people that they were supposed to be helping. Right. Um, and because when you scare away money, um, there's less money, believe it or not. That's, that's, and, that's very uh, strange. It's, it's odd. It's like, I hate you. Get out of here with your money. Where are you going? <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, when they go to Texas, wasn't it, uh, wasn't it Margaret Thatcher that says the biggest problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of somebody else's money. That's the thing, right? Yeah. It's a great, it, it, it works. It works really good for that honeymoon period where everyone's stuff's being seized and everyone gets free stuff. It sucks for the people that are having their stuff seized, but oh, yeah. the, you know, and, and this is, you know, more of a, uh, you know, the, the, the bureaucratic state than, you know, true, you know, uh, seizing the means of production socialism, but it's really any move in that direction. Anytime that you, that, that, the, that the state says, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, interfere more in this. You're just, you know, it's, 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 you keep ratcheting it up until eventually one day you look back and go, where did all the rich people go? Or, or actually it's not even that because the super rich, they like this stuff because, it destroys competition. And so they actually like these types of things. If you're a real estate agent that's pulling in uh, eight figures a year, you're happy right now because your boss isn't going to blink at paying your 11 bucks an hour and, and you know, your health insurance or whatever, because they'll just, you know, take it out of your commission or whatever. And it, it's a, it's a drop in the bucket. What this effectively does is eliminate the upstarts that could be taking some of your business. Um, so, you know, it's, they're fine. It's the people that are in the middle and the people that are trying to get up in life who aren't just trying to live off of, you know, California's lavish, uh, welfare system that, uh, that get hurt and that go somewhere else. They go to Texas. Hopefully they, they, hopefully they remember, they remember why they left California and don't import it there. Yeah. But we, we, you already see like in States like Virginia that they don't because all the people that are leaving like New York and Connecticut, and uh, Massachusetts, and they're moving down the coast. They're going right. to Virginia, and they're voting for the same things that they that they were trying to leave. Right, right. We, I mean, I'm in Myrtle Beach, so they, um, we get a lot of Long Islanders, a lot of New Jersey people. We get a lot of Ohio people, and I've never. I used to be shocked, but I'm not anymore. When they'll come down here, and the first thing they'll say is, "Everything's so cheap here," and you know, my property taxes are a tenth of what they were up there. Yay. And then they're like, why isn't there public transportation here? And why isn't there? And they start like listing off all these things that we don't have. And I'm like, that's why your taxes are that low. Right, like, you right. know, and they'll name, or they'll, or they'll say, oh, you know, that's against the law back home. It's like, yeah, it's it's not here. And you, you moved here. So that's how it is here. And, and a lot of them will, will turn around and vote for the one that, you know, promises the most stuff. And it's like, what part of, like, you just fled a state that, uh, that, you know, that has, uh, you know, uh, uh, the highest in everything, highest taxes, even Texas, Texas has, I guess, either no or a very low income tax and their sales tax is not that high, but their property tax is like rape. Um, (laughs) like it's, 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 it's terrible. And, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it sometimes. Yeah, but. Florida's property tax isn't bad as long as you homestead your house. If you don't homestead your house, it is awful. But the moment that you, uh, the moment you homestead your house, it's, it is one of the best property taxes ever. 
homestead meaning that that's your primary residence uh yeah that that's your primary okay residence. yeah see that's what we have here where you and i forget the rates or whatever but if it's your primary residence you pay like like my property taxes on my on my home last year were 180 dollars or some stupid thing and most of that was like the school school taxes that everyone has to pay and then but then the next one up it would be like i don't know if if it weren't my primary residence um it would be it would have been a lot more. I think I don't think it would have been a thousand. So I mean, it still would have been less than what it is up north, but it, it would have been a lot more than I, that I'm paying. Um, so I mean, yeah, people come to come to an area and go, "This place is great." I'm going to try to make it more like the place I fled in 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 fear because you know because it was terrible Be, there because I hated how much I was spending there, but I, I hated how terrible it was. But I, I'm going to I hated all of that, that, but I'm going to bring that here. Yeah, it's this is what democracy looks like. Uh, I know I'm going to get in trouble for say, saying this, but I was talking with somebody. Um, we were getting into a political discussion, and he was hammered. So okay. first I'm going to say he was hammered. So he was going straw man argument all the way. So I, right. I decided that I was going to do that back. <laughs> Just give it back to him. I couldn't talk logic to him. He he was too drunk to understand logic. So that way right. I was like, well, I'm just going to straw man him and I'll have to figure out how to win this way. And he was talking about how democracy was the greatest system in the world. And I was like, okay. And he was like, uh, he's like but we don't live in a democracy. He goes, yeah, we do. I was like, no, we live in a constitutional republic. It's different. Right, right. And... He was like, well, you know, same thing. Still like a democracy, you know, it's still a democracy and blah, blah, blah. Right, and I was right. Like, and I was like, okay, well, are you a fan of democracy? And he said, yeah, I'm a huge fan of democracy. I was like, okay, so you're a fan of gang rape. And he looked at me like, what? If like, you're, if you, you know, buddy, if you're going to straw man me, <laughs> I'm going to accuse you of gang raping people. That's right. I was like, what? It's more, more of the people involved in that situation are in favor of that situation. Right. And he, I understand what you're doing here, but no, like, obviously this is different. <laughs> We're not raping anyone yet, so right. <laughs> stop accusing us of rape. That hasn't happened yet. Right. yet. Although, in a roundabout way, we did vote for politicians who put people in Precarious. airports who, I guess rape is a strong word, but they definitely violate our genitals um, <laughs> for the crime of wanting to get on an airplane and go to another place That's uh, in the airplane. Um, so... It's so, it's it's at least assault. It's it's definitely a sexual assault. Like if no. I were to say to someone like, "Hey, you make me feel unsafe," and then I just reach up in there, um, <laughs> that uh, that uh, I hope everyone got that the the action there. Um, but um, you know, you can't that that's it's an, yeah, it's not it's not rape, rape. It's not rape, rape. But it's definitely uh, it's definitely sexual assault. Yeah. So. It, it it is it it is assault of some sort. It is a form of assault. That includes at least one set of genitals, right. and so I have to think that that's sexual something. It's definitely genital assault, um, and uh, and we 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 had uh, we had the muddy waters of free tomorrow, strictly strictly against genital assault um, very, for any reason. Very strongly against genital assault of any kind. Yeah, I think it I think it was uh, Franklin who said uh, he who would who would give up his genitals for some uh, security deserves neither. <laughs> um. I think that was that was franklin that, right that was definitely <laughs> that was a franklin quote so that's, yeah that's definitely a franklin quote 
Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> new segue. Um, Speaking of people. <laughs> people of genitals. How about that Kavanaugh hearing, huh? <laughs> what? Oh, that that Kavanaugh hearing was an assault on my everything. (laughs) Except for my genitals. It was an assault on everything else of my body, except except for my my genitals. genitals. Uh, Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. So did you how did you watch the beginning of that? I I watched the people getting arrested, which was my favorite part. Yeah, no, that was was definitely the best part. That's like that's what I tune in for. I'm like, who got it? Did anyone get arrested? All right, let me see that. Um, I saw that. I saw that some people dressed up uh, like the Handmaiden's Tale. Yeah. Um, which I've never actually seen. I've never. I but my understanding is that it's about um, Republicans getting elected. I, I, I don't. And, and everyone <laughs> dresses like they're Amish. I, I really don't know. I just know it's about Republicans because I'm told that often um, that that's what that show's about. And so, um, so I saw the hand, the Handmaiden's Tale cosplay happening up in the upper deck. Um, and then I saw people um, getting arrested and yelling, you know, you will not stop us. And I'm like, looks like they're stopping you, actually. I think uh, I think your chanting's not working. But, uh, yeah, I saw that and I saw the um, – um, so I think you saw more than – you actually watched the hearing itself, right? Well, I watched, I watched a good portion of it. Uh, C-SPAN kept going down on me today. So after a while, oh, I no. just kind of gave up on it. Um, <laughs> Cause I was like, hey, well, I'll find out. I'll find out what happens. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Cause I mean, I will. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kamala Harris and uh, Cory Booker and some other guy whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. Cause I should have made notes and I didn't. Uh, <laughs> are, are you talking about Chuck Schumer or was that Chuck Schumer? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it was Schumer. Okay. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, I was just waking up when that was starting because Yes, I wake up that late. And uh, they were, uh, the guy that was leading it, Mr. Batman. Um, God, what is that guy's name? I was really, Mr. Batman? Mr. Batman. That guy has been in, uh, he was in The Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight, Batman vs. Superman, and Batman and Robin. And he's the senator? He, yeah, he's the, he's the head of the judicial committee. He has been in. He's been in. Uh, he's been in Congress since 1974, I believe. Oh, uh, uh, Pat Leahy? No, Chuck Grassley. Oh, Gr- Grassley. Okay, maybe I could be wrong on that. Um, but uh, yeah, he's been in like four or five Batman movies. Uh, so he's Mr. Batman to me. As as Chuck Grassley, or as like an extra? Uh, one of them, he was as himself. Okay. So, okay, in The Dark Knight, uh, when the Joker holds the knife up to the guy's face and he goes, you want to know how I got these scars? And yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh. Yeah. Yep. I don't know who he was in the others. I just know that's who he was in that one. That is that is an interesting factoid that, um, that I was not aware of. So, anyway, so yeah. you saw Chuck Grassley. Right. And what did he do? So, uh, you know, he was he was attempting to do his best to like have a normal hearing. And he was like, yeah, we're here today. You know, very boring. Uh, we're here today to uh, confirm uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh 
uh, for Supreme Court. And then out of, you know, left the left field, uh, you got Kamala Harris and Cory Booker going, I move to adjourn. We must adjourn. We got 41,000 pages worth of new stuff right. to uh, right. look at. And uh, we move to adjourn this entire proceedings. And he was like, well, this isn't an executive hearing. So that's out of order. And then somebody else moved to adjourn, even though, you know, same argument. And and then he was like, look, we got over, uh, we got over, what was it? Half a million pages of uh, documents to look over. Uh, sorry about the 41,000 that got here yesterday. Right. But really, you should have already made up your mind. And actually, all of you already said you made up your mind anyway. So that's uh, the other thing. Like, this is all theater. Everyone is, you know, it's like, okay, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Democrat. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. And right. no, I'm a Republican. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I, the whole theater of behind this is such a joke. Yeah. Um, which is why I, again, I'm, you know, I'm the resident anarcho-capitalist here. And uh, I love all of this uh, because um, it's like, I like to say it's like watching Game of Thrones, except the characters can actually hurt me um, and uh, and do often um, right. at like we were talking about with the genitals earlier. Um, and uh, uh, hey, that's and so not really it, hurting. That's just more like emotional scarring. You know, I mean, it, sometimes they're rough. Like, I mean, you know, they've always been quite, quite gentle with me. Oh, see, I think I think there's something about me that makes TSA agents. um aggressive specifically with my genitals um but we'll, we'll talk about that later okay um but uh yeah i mean so 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 seeing like this whole like oh we can't believe that you did what we would do if it was us in charge and then the other guy goes the other side is like oh we can't believe that you are holding up this thing that we would hold up if we if you were in charge like you know and and, and but everyone has to do it and i guess for the part that i find funny is the number of people on both sides who are so avidly like the politicians are just playing their role and, and know that they're just playing their role. The people that are there getting arrested and getting like records, you know, criminal records over, you know, you know, losing their minds at a hearing. They think this is legit that like, this is a real struggle and that something might, ha he's going to get confirmed because right. there's a certain number of re Republicans and that's the end of that. And, like, and truly some of these people, they got arrested and, I, it was difficult to hear him, but I believe this is what they were saying. Kava, no. And I was like, really? That's you're getting arrested for that. Like, at least be Kava, more. No. Kava, no. Like, you can be more original than that. You would think so. Right? You would hope so. Yeah. I mean, they are We're going and protesting at the Supreme Court. They're going to <laughs> protest the Supreme Court uh, nomination. So, I mean, maybe not. And but, this guy is like, I, you know, the, this is not a, there's like, a, I mean, the, this is like John Roberts again. Like, I mean, this is not a, this is not an extremist. I mean, they're going to paint him as an extremist or whatever. Yeah, He's 100%. pretty much down the road, neocon slash neoliberal, you know, if you like how the court is now, then you get to keep your court or whatever. Right. <laughs> Supreme Court, you can keep your Supreme Court because I mean he's not he's not like I think um, Gorsuch was kind of a move towards a slightly more libertarian ish uh, bent than uh, than um, 
Scalia, but uh, this guy is, I mean, he's replacing a, a I guess, somewhat right-leaning centrist. Yeah, with a say, very middle of the road. Yeah, I mean, maybe he, instead of a right-leaning centrist, he's a centrist-leaning right-winger. Like, I mean, it, this is not a, you know, the, the, the theatrics of all of this are just, and I remember what it was like being a partisan Republican, and right now I would be like, you know, explaining why, you know, Kavanaugh is going to make things great again. And, you know, that he's all of the problems that are in the Supreme Court are going to get fixed by this. And Trump is playing multidimensional chess yeah. uh, with this uh, he, appointment. He, he and, is and all beyond 40 chess at this time. He, he, oh, we're way there are dimensions that shouldn't even be possible uh, in this right. chess game that Trump is playing with the world. And, uh, you know, I, I it, it's just funny to me that people are still. Um, I did it for a good solid, not quite decade, where I was like, yeah, the Republicans are going to fix this. And even when I get pissed off at them, the new crop of Republicans would come in and be like, yeah, Ted Cruz and Rand Paul are going to fix this. Ted and Cruz, Rand Paul, Paul Ryan, they're going to fix Paul all Ryan. of them. Paul Rand 2012, everyone. And oh, no, oh, oh. Paul Rand 2016, everyone. Oh, Trump. Mm. Oh, well, damn. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I just, uh, you know, I think it's funny to watch, but uh, I, I'm thoroughly I I am when when I no longer cared who won uh, because I thought they were all essentially the same. Uh, that made life a lot more enjoyable and it made politics a lot more enjoyable for me because now I get to just sit back and watch people alternate between being mad and being happy that the other side's mad and, right. uh, and or just... or being mad at the other side for slowing them down a little bit like. It's just yeah, like, yeah, being yeah, yeah. It's like how dare you? How dare um, you? Th- these proceedings mean something. No, they don't. Like he's gonna get through. Like they don't. Like all this of this, all... all of it's theater. Uh, it is. It is. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love every second of it. So if you're if you want to resist, if you are listening to this and wish to hashtag resist hashtag Kavanaugh, I support you. Um, I don't support you in any like. I'm not gonna help. With right. your bail or anything, but I support watching Which in California, you. there's no more bail, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so if, if you want to protest, go, go to California. If you're going to hashtag resist, hashtag Kavanaugh, head on over to hashtag California and, uh, and do your thing. And you'll still have a criminal record, but you won't have to pay bail. And I will, I will watch the hell out of that. Oh, yeah. 100%. I will, I will definitely watch that. I'll yeah. watch that really hard. And, um, that doesn't help you in any way, but I, I'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll put it on the show. Oh, we will definitely. We will. I will. Um, well, instead that- of t- instead of talking during the intro, we'll play the sound <laughs> of your getting arrested over the intro music, and uh, everyone can enjoy that together. We'll, we'll um, play the video instead of our please stand by. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the please stand by. Is you getting arrested? Is you getting arrested? Hashtag resisting. Right. Um, so we're all about that. Yeah. So actually, if you just want to give us any video of you being arrested, I'll play that over the over the intro. Totally, totally happy doing that. You know what? That could be our thing is like just arrest videos and us in, like us reacting to people getting arrested. And it would be under the um, so where I'm looking for it. it would be under the guise that, oh, well, we're libertarians. So we're watching this because we're totally against getting arrested. Right. And um, we're, we're like, we don't support this, but it would really just like be us enjoying watching people get arrested um, <laughs> for like, um, but not, like, so it, it, I think it'd be two things. If you get arrested for like murder, I'll be like, okay, well maybe you shouldn't have murdered that person. 
But if it's like you get arrested for hashtag resisting, I'm probably going to chuckle a little. Right. Um, I will. Absolutely, and I'll say, and, I will absolutely chuckle a little bit if you get arrested for hashtag resisting. And it's a tough one for me because I, you know, you have the right to do that. And, you know, it's very it's wrong that they've created free speech zones and, you know, you, you get arrested for protesting. Um, but um, I, I might I might still chuckle a little. Um <laughs> Guilty pleasure. It's, it's again Game of Thrones. I watch people on Game of Thrones. They're murdering each other, and All I go, ah, "I bet you, I bet you didn't think that was going to happen." And I don't sit there and go, "Well, you know, his his due process has been violated." Like I, <laughs> I, I, I take the entertainment value for what it is. I, I'm a I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man, and I have simple pleasure. I'm going to attempt to make a Game of Thrones reference, even though I've never seen it. But uh, nice Prince Tyrion. Tyrion, yes, Tyrion. Tyrion. Prince Tyrion didn't uh, read him his Miranda rights before he cut his head off. So exactly, exactly. Like you gotta. I don't think Tyrion's actually killed anyone, but um, really? no, that's not true. He killed his dad. So when he killed his dad, <laughs> he didn't read him his rights. No, the guy was on the toilet. Hashtag spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen. It. <laughs> right, exactly. So, oh, he Elvis him. The Elvis thing. He killed him on the toilet. Was Elvis killed on the toilet? Elvis. Elvis killed him. Well, depends on which conspiracy theory you want to listen to. I mean, he probably just died on the toilet because he was mixing benzos with speed. But right, I mean, right. you know, sure, he killed him. He was killed he by was Big ki- Pharma on the toilet. <laughs> right. GlaxoSmithKline killed. Killed our friend Elvis on the toilet. <laughs> Very sad. Um, um, I know that we so had one. Speaking o- of, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I know we have one other thing written down, but I didn't write yes. it. Yes. Speaking of being killed on the toilet, <laughs> incidentally enough, Nike. That's it. <laughs> Let's talk about Nike. Let's Matt. talk Nike. Good I old, want to talk about Nike. Good old Nikkei. Nikkei, just Nikkei. just do it. Right. So it turns out Nike is a uh, a sports apparel uh, franchise. Yeah, I believe. And they, uh, I believe they yeah, sell shoes. They sell shoes and various other sports uh, clothing and accessories. And so, what the Nike Corporation did? Um, there's a uh, there's a guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick, and old he cap. Uh, old cap, and he uh, he he's been. He's been protesting the police brutality, or he was when he was playing football. And he, uh, I'm he certain was, he uh, still is. It's just, it's not in the news anymore. Right. Well, he's not, he's not on a team anymore, right? Like, right. He's no. Not, yeah. No, nobody, so nobody signed him. But I'm certain yeah, he's still him. protesting. It's just nobody cares. He's still protesting. He's just not at the football field anymore. <laughs> right. He's not playing football. Might be outside. Um, so he was, yeah, he was, he was outside. <laughs> so he's, so he's, he's got his, he's on his knee. Uh, during the old, during the Star Spangled Banner, um, and he did that as a protest to police brutality and systemic, uh, what Racism. have you, yeah. and yeah, and uh, and uh, systemic, what have you, and he, um, uh, supposedly he, the way he came up with the kneel was he was just gonna not do any, he was gonna sit there, and then I guess he spoke with a veteran who supported him, who said, oh well, if you kneel, that shows uh deference to those who died for the song apparently and um well we'll get into that later but he so anyway so he does this everyone's pissed off at him everyone hates him um or or, or loves him it's it sort of you yeah, either it's, it, it's one way or the other with him you it's, have to yeah yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're picking a side with him and you either hate him or you love him yeah 
you have to you, you have to have a very strong feeling about good old Kaepernick. And so so he, he didn't get signed. Um, some say it's because he was kind of washed up and wasn't playing well anymore. Uh, some say it was because of the, the protest or whatever. And um, and so he's not doing it anymore. So now Nike has signed him for some ad campaign. Supposedly, from what I read, it's not just an ad campaign. He's getting his own branded clothing. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, they, like he's probably going to make more money on this than he ever made playing football. Yeah, they signed him to a huge deal. Yeah, it's like a big – it's a big thing. And from what I've read, because um, when I look at this stuff, my first thought uh, being um, – Jewish uh, is uh, how is this going to look for the its stock value? And so I was reading about you know the different stuff and that there is a, a boycott movement, but that most of the boycott movement is not their actual target demo, and that their target demo uh, is absolutely you know overjoyed with it that this could actually be a big uh, play for them to uh, to to retain and increase their already dominant market share. Um, so I know their I know their stock value went down like. Three uh, percent on a day that the market uh, overall went down a little bit, and other apparel companies they, they, went down. They lost roughly. about four billion dollars today. Right. So, but so here's here's here, here's what that means. Because again, I'm Jewish. Um, <laughs> they're talking about if you take their stock value, they didn't actually lose money, right? Like that, they didn't actually lose. They no. didn't. They don't have a bank account that had you know eight billion dollars in it. Now it has four billion. Their uh, estimated market cap. Um, based on basically the number of shares that they have times what their share value is, has gone down by $4 billion. What that means is that their stock price went down 3% today. Um, so that sounds a lot less dramatic than saying it the, the $4 billion way, right? Like it's, it, you know, if, if, if their stock goes up uh, 2% tomorrow, you say they gained $4 billion. Not really. Right. Um, it's kind of like so, when Bitcoin uh, tanked. And yeah. uh, went from yes. twenty thousand down to whatever to seven, like seven. Everybody, yeah. and, there were people that, like, nobody's lost any money or gained any money from that because you don't. None of that happens until you cash out. Right. They had the same amount of Bitcoin exactly, right. and so it's like, yeah, big Bitcoin's market cap went down to whatever, and, it's, and 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 I mean, it's true. It's not. They're not saying anything untrue, but it sounds more dramatic to say Nike lost four billion dollars than to say Nike lost two percent. Right. Um, so, but anyway, so yeah, so I personally think that long-term this is going to, uh, be good or neutral for them just because their target demo likes this and they're the people that don't like this. Uh, in fact, most of the people that I saw today talking really about it, uh, made sure everyone knew that they didn't own any Nike and, um, which was like, okay, well then in no way does this affect them. <laughs> like, your, your proclamation of, of, uh, of, uh, utter patriotism is, is, has zero effect on their bottom line so we'll see how it plays out i i'm very the, i'm very interested to see how it plays out what i was really uh what i was really enjoying was the people who um were like burning the shoes they already paid for or cutting up the socks they already That'll paid for off. and i was like yeah, you you, uh, you understand that they already have your money like the socks now they don't care what you do with them they don't care what you do in fact if you destroy it enough you're back in the market for some socks that's right and uh and when no one's looking <laughs> and you're back at Macy's and uh, or Walmart or wherever, wherever your sock uh, uh, <laughs> provider is, um, you, you, you're up at the old Target and uh, no one's looking and, and uh, you, you see the new Kaepernick socks are out. Um, you know, maybe, uh, I think at least a couple of them are going to, if anything, that, that doesn't hurt Nike's bottom line. And if anything, no. 
at least 5% of those people are going to end up buying some Nikes. Um, so I, I think that's fine. Then there was one I saw. I don't know if it's real, but supposedly this guy tweeted, um, um, oh, what's the show? There's a radio show. Um, um, John, John Boy and Billy or something like that. Sure. Anyway. For, and for so the sake I guess of this is John Boy and Billy. We're the new John Boy and Billy. <laughs> which one's never, I don't, I don't even care which one's which. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll be either one. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. So anyway, what, with some, some, uh, um, radio show or something was encouraging people to destroy their Nike gear and, and tweet it in. And so someone tweeted a picture of them burning their shoes while they were wearing them and then tweeted a picture of their deformed burned feet uh, and said, I'm at the hospital. Um, so I don't know. Obviously this, these photos were real. Someone did burn their shoes and ended up in the hospital. I don't know if that's, if, if it's true that they burned them in this protest, cause that would make it even funnier. Um, but uh, um, you know, I mean, uh, prayers for a speedy healing, of course. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, just, you know, Give, give it away. Like if you don't want Nike gear, if Nike has so offended you by hiring uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, maybe like give the Nike to someone who to, needs clothes right. or something. Like don't donate them. Like Nike's already gotten the money for it. Right. <laughs> like, in fact, you're hurt. If someone's in the market for Nike and you're like, hey, here's some free Nike. You have just cost Nike a sale. Valid. Very valid. But yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense to destroy it. Like, the money's already... That's like when they... Uh, I don't remember which group was doing it. Somebody was destroying Keurig machines. Oh, yeah. And they were destroying the Keurig machines they already owned. And I was like, he already has the money for the Keurig machine. Now you're just out of Keurig machine. And and that's a... You know, Nike, there's a lot of alternatives to Nike. There's one If you've Keurig. got a bunch of coffee pods... um you're probably going to have to get a Keurig machine. Like that's, that's like, you got to burn through those coffee pods and uh, you know, you pretty much have guaranteed like that you're 75 gonna... cents a pop. Like, he... Oh yeah. You're not giving up on the coffee pods. You're definitely no. going to use those. And uh, so now you're just, I guess, borrowing someone else's Keurig or you're, or you're, you're buying a new one. So that, yeah, that was, that was real dumb. I was waiting for people to smash their Harleys when, uh, when Harley announced that they were moving uh, all of their base of production overseas because of the, the Trump, uh, tariffs right um, i was waiting for people oddly enough no one smashed their harleys man i'm trying to come up with a really inappropriate joke but i cannot think of any celebrity that died on a harley what about smashing harleys yeah i can't think of any off the top of my head i almost said paul walker but he died i think in a porsche um <sighs> wow yeah um, that's just where my brain went. Uh, he, he, he knew about the tariffs. That okay. were <laughs> he, he, he knew in advance. Visionary Steve, man. Steve, Steve McQueen, he knew all about the tariffs coming, which is why he, which is why he got lung cancer. Uh, Jack, uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Dean, not Jimmy Dean. Um, James Dean, James Dean. Well, I'm sure someone called him Jimmy. I'm certain. Um, yeah. He, ha- check he had Jimmy an Dean. uncle, Jimmy, Jimmy. Well, there is Jimmy Dean sausage. There is Jimmy um, Dean sausage. But as far as I know, did he die, Jimmy Dean? Oh, he did. He, uh, Jimmy Dean died June thirteenth, twenty ten, because of the terrorists. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Welcome to Trump's America, everybody. <laughs> Are you talking about Jimmy Dean or James Dean? 
No, I'm talking about Jimmy Dean. Oh, okay. James Dean died a long time ago. He died. In he died in, in nine, yeah, 1955, driving a 1955 Porsche Speedster. And the German tariffs. I believe he was on Melrose when that accident happened. Not 100% sure. He was on what? Melrose. Or no, Mulholland. Sorry. I think he was on Mulholland Drive in LA. The roads. He was on the roads. He, he was on the roads. Where are your precious roads now, America? I know. Um, we would still have James Dean with us today. If it weren't for your damn roads. For the roads. You people and your damn roads. <laughs> what about the roads? Oh, I don't know. Ask James and James Dean about the yeah, roads. James Dean. Ask him about your, your damn tariffs, too. Also, because... Paul Walker, Go. public roads, public street lamp. Granted, he was yeah. doing like 120, but... On the road. On the roads. On the roads. That's right. I saw how uh, he drove in Fast and Furious, largely not on roads. And right. he was fine. He was good. He was One really... road. Roads, not even once. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I know that we had one other issue to talk about that wasn't that one. We talked about it yesterday, I think. The tropical storm. Yeah. What? Are you okay? <laughs> See, when, I, I don't know about a tropical storm that was supposed to hit us. So then you are okay. Uh, yeah, no, totally fine. I haven't, okay. I haven't lost power. I've been out doing stuff every day. It's been raining, but... Uh, that was the tropical storm. The, the, wow. when, that, when, it, when it rained a little, that was the tropical storm. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you're okay. Yeah, um, if you if you can uh, mark yourself as safe later. <laughs> um, uh, but mark. there was a, a tropical storm, Gordon. I think it's called tropical storm. And really? it, our friend Gordon, he came up from. He came up from. The Panama, and wound around Cuba, and then came up and did. That's not Tropical Storm Gordon. That's a Hurricane Gordon from a long time ago. Um, I say, wait, this, this I was is like, is enough. this a real thing? Because, I mean, it's just raining like a normal amount for Florida right now. Yeah, so the thing I looked at just scared me because it, it looked like it was beelining right towards us and uh, South Carolina. And I'm like, oh, crap. Um, yeah, so Tropical Storm Gordon is now headed to the northern Gulf Coast. So the area is ravaged by Katrina and Rita and whatever happened last year. So um, prayers for them. Oh, glad, when, uh, glad when, Matt's okay. Yeah. hundred percent. Everything's great on my end. I mean, if, it, if anything, if anybody, if anybody else in Florida got hit, that's really news to me. And that's weird because I'm typically on top of that stuff. Yeah. I, I think it was not very intense because no one, every time I ask someone in Florida, um, have you, are you okay? And they'll say, yes, why? And I'll say, because of the tropical storm. And they'll say, what does that mean? And uh, <laughs> so, so it's... <laughs> In all fairness, it's just a tropical storm. Not that concerned. If it's not a Cat 3 or higher, I, I feel not even worth mentioning. Cat 2 is when I start to be concerned. And only because I'm so close to the shore. Our house is like, I don't know, a quarter mile from the beach. Um so the cat cat five or cat two, I start to think twice, but I'll still stick around. If it's a cat three or cat four, like if we have a, a, another Hugo or something, I will leave. But uh, but tropical storm, I still at least ask if people are okay. 
because some people, especially if they're transplants, they don't know how to handle themselves. Right. But yeah, this happened and it's already, I'm looking now, it's already, this thing moved fast. Um, it's already, it's already in Alabama. So prayers for Alabama and Mississippi and part of Louisiana. And I'm glad that Florida is okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad Florida, I, I'm had no idea we had a storm. It did rain a lot last night, which I thought was kind of odd. So maybe that was a tropical our, storm. That yeah, was a tropical, tropical storm. It was a tropical storm. It, it was a big storm. It, it went from uh, Key West up to us. And I was like, man, that's, that's a big one. Okay. Well, well it was a, it was a it was a tropical storm. It was a tropical storm. Yeah. It was it was bigger than big. It was tropical. It was tropical. Um uh do we have anything else today? No. No. I think that's I think that's it. I, I well uh, uh hashtag Matandis, of course. Oh yeah, well yeah, always hashtag Matandis. Candace Owens, guys, I am here, I am I, I am single and ready to mingle with Candace Owens. Specifically with Candace Owens. We, here, here, here's the thing, guys. Uh, at Mighty Waters Media, uh, we recognize uh, that Matt Wright um, has been created by God yeah. um, to be the ideal uh, partner for, really for anyone, but, but, but especially for Candace Owens. Specifically. Specifically for Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Specifically Candace Owens. And 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 we we recognize that um really at this point Candace is just denying herself um the opportunity, I guess we'll call it, to uh to uh complete herself in the way that that uh that the good Lord intended. And so we here want to end that injustice ASAP. And so uh Candace or any close friends of Candace, Which or anyone, I'm, cer- I'm certain somebody that watches us, someone who watches this show has to know has Candace, to know Candace, or at least you know be able to message her and get a response, right? Because um, we can't, because we can't. Um, she just ignores our phone calls. Yeah, ours are just red. Right, I've just been red. Oh, have, um, have they been red? I, I I was red, uh-huh. um, which is kind of more of a sting. That, I know that if, if they hadn't been read, it'd be like, hey, you know, she's, she's busy, right? Um, but the so, fact that she read it, I mean, that just that, I mean, that hurts me on the inside because she was probably like, "Who's Matt?" and looked it up and went, "Doesn't what? he know I'm dating somebody?" Yeah, and it wasn't open, you know, and that's irrelevant. It it, it, it wasn't an open ended thing. I was asking questions, right? And, I mean, you um, were just asking for which hashtag she preferred. Which hashtag would you like? And we ended up having to go with Matandis because. She because she had no we getting the feedback we needed from her. So the For, big thing here, guys, is that uh, I think we really need to ramp this up. And so once you're done, hashtag resisting, um, hashtag Kavanaugh, um, <laughs> and you're looking for a new way to get arrested. Um, maybe uh, maybe next time you're screaming at Candace Owens uh, at the old uh, second cup or Starbucks or wherever that was. Right. Uh, you can uh, you can Dunkin Donuts, wherever that was. Uh, you can, you I can, that was a, uh, that was a spot in Philly that it was a breakfast spot in Philly called, I don't remember the name of it. I've eaten there before. It's good. Oh, wow. See, let's well, see the, the, more confirmation. These are star cross. I know our, our paths have been crossing. The, the paths are just, it's almost parallel, but just a little, <laughs> a little, um, 
uh, right, we intertwining. Delayed. Yeah. Right. We've just been intertwining for. So the next time, so guys, that you're out there screaming at Candace Owens, um, maybe put in a good word for Matt. Right. Maybe first of all, maybe stop screaming at her. Yeah. Um, please, because that, that's not going to help. Right. That's that's not going to help my cause even a little bit. Uh, just you know, just hey, have you heard hashtag Matandis? And exactly. when she said she's going to say yes, I mean, yeah. it's, it's all we have been pushing it quite hard. <laughs> Oh, if she hasn't heard about it, then that's really a failure on her part. Oh, yeah, honestly. that's how I see it. That's definitely yeah. how I see it. So that's how I see it. And so, uh, you know, maybe instead of screaming F white supremacy um, and also uh, I'm white <laughs> and you're black, but but F white supremacy by right. your existence. I was going to say F white uh, supremacy at a black woman. <laughs> at a black woman, me being a white person. Um, maybe instead of that, just go up to her nicely. And say, hey, um, clearly you've heard of hashtag Matandis. What do you think of that? Um, and what, uh, you know, I'm not saying she has to respond to my message. Because no. this isn't about me. This is about Matt. She, um, can, she can message me directly. She can message, you can message, Candace, you can message Matt. You can slide up in, in his DMs. Right. Because I, I don't, I'm not even on Instagram. So I have no DMs up in which to, uh, to slide. Um, but I mean, she could slide up into the muddied waters, uh, DMS if she wanted to. Yeah. She I could mean, s- it is really the easiest place to find me. Yeah. That's, that's another, that's another good, good opportunity to reach Matt there. Really. It, it, you can reach Matt in a, in a myriad of ways. You don't have to respond to me. I'm, no. I'm, this isn't about my ego. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a secure, uh, uh, guy and I'm also married. Um, so, Probably just as well. Don't don't. Res- I was just letting you know. And apparently, can- we have slid up into uh, Candace's DMs on the Instagram, and uh, she. Oh yeah, she she uh, she she has not responded to 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 that message either. Um, it had to do with a story about a salad, and I was like, was there shellfish in that salad, or was she just insane? I figured that'd be a good opener because you know it had to do with her life. Because I'm deathly allergic to shellfish. Well, right. And somebody on the train was going off on her friend for having a salad and like getting very angry at her about the oh, salad. Okay. So I was like, See, was there at least shellfish in it or was she just nuts? Candace, how much longer do you want to go through life getting screamed at by radical leftists right. without a strapping young man named Matt? That's right. I've been going to the gym. I've been working out. Been getting. I totally see it. I totally see getting, it. I, I see the gains. I see yeah. the gains. And and so I've been getting that beach body back for uh, protecting you from radical leftists. Exactly. This is no ninety pound weakling mat. This <laughs> no. is this is hardcore gains mat. That's right. And hardcore gains mat is ready to defend you uh, on every level, uh, intellectually and and with physical brute force. Um, and so you know. As opposed to, uh, what's his name, who uh, just, <laughs> you know, makes bad memes pretty much. Um, and so, so we're gonna we're gonna we're, we... and he supports gun control. So, yeah, he's for gun control. Right, he's for gun control. I mean, Carl he, he didn't say for he, gun control. He didn't say that he supports new gun control. He just said that we need to enforce the gun control on the books. And I'm like, well, yeah, except maybe we should just get rid of this let's burn that book and then enforce what's on the books. Right. 
or even all the books. Right, just get rid of all of the books. But the thing is, I don't care that Charlie Kirk thinks that. No. I care that he thinks that and is dating Candace. Allegedly. Alleged, allegedly. Allegedly. According dating. to my wife. Right. I was he, like, we, we actually do we have any confirmation besides my wife that, no. that he's dating. Somebody else asked me, shoot, I, I was talking to them about Matandis, and okay. uh, they were like, they looked at me, and isn't she dating that one guy? And I was like, nah, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I, I, I Googled it, and um, no relationship to be found. So, and if it's not on Google. <laughs> yeah, if it's not on Google, then yeah. what does my wife know? Right. <laughs> I mean, hers was a sixth sense thing, but so far... My wife has a good stooping sense, and uh, she can usually tell if there's some stooping happening. Right, and, and uh, there may be stooping. There I might don't... be some stooping, but here's the thing: you haven't really, Candace. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I was like, um, let's. I have a feeling I know where that one's going. <laughs> have you really stooped yet? I, I dare say not. Actually, <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to continue that thought. Right. I was I'm like, I. To saying that this is uh, it's a good thing. So we're gonna we're gonna wait for uh, Candace's people to get in touch with Matt, and right. uh, we're gonna make that happen. And they, you know, I've got I've got multiple DMs, and you can slide into any of those DMs. There are many opportunities. Yeah, ton, tons of places. You like, for instance, you could uh, slide into my DMs at Instagram.com slash Muddied Waters of Freedom, or you could slide into my DMs at Facebook.com slash Muddied Waters of Freedom. Or on the Twitter at muddied underscore waters, just DM right there. Uh, or you can I I I don't want to say this for certain, but I'm like ninety five percent certain that we have a sign up sheet on muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. and you can just slide in and uh, send me a little message that way and be like, hey, yeah, this is Candace. Uh, I've been noticing all of your videos. <laughs> And the hashtag, which I find to be very, very uh, flattering. Uh, and <laughs> and I feel as though we should definitely go out on a date. 